The podcast you are listening to is part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinestudios.com. podcast the podcast where we discuss cbs's elementary episode by episode today we're talking about season one episode 15 a giant gun filled with drugs i'm tabs and i'm naomi and so yeah let's get into it i love the guest star on this one yes john hannah is wonderful oh, can never have enough john hannah <laughs> especially when he was wearing just a towel around his neck <laughs> yeah Yes, we all we all know why I watch elementary, and it's not for the cases. <laughs> I know, yeah, I had no idea. I just I love the I don't know I love the juxtaposition of his character with with Holmes and Watson. Yeah, it was. I mean, it it really was a great way to uh, sort of mix things up with that, and just sort of throw this huge ticking time bomb in there, and just say, okay, what happens now? And the the one line that sort of stood out at me from the beginning was that, you know, he, like I'm, where Holmes says, I'm not like other addicts. And the idea that, yes, he was my dealer, but his being a, a dealer exists on a completely different level than my friendship with him. And it was like, okay, so that really, there's another important, I, I think it's going to be important insight into how his mind works. It's just, you know, the, the compartmentalization of drug dealer, but friendship. Yeah, and it gives us a kind of interesting look into Holmes's addiction because, you know, you you have a, obviously, you have Holmes really put together. It's kind of hard to see him as an addict for until you see people like, like Reese here and you realize, oh, yeah, you, you had a drug dealer, you were in this lifestyle, you know, you know how it works. And I don't know, it just gave a whole new idea to it. But the, the one thing, the one thing that got me right off that I, I know it's a question for you was in the, uh, at the, at the very beginning in the AA meeting where they're, um, where he's talking about his case. Mm-hmm. Was that, was that an actual case from Canon? After what was the, <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure, but it had something to do with a mongoose. And there was this, the, the fact that he, it wasn't murder. It was, he had a heart attack because he saw this man that he had sentenced to death. And I don't know, it just, it seemed like enough odd sort of things put together right. that I was like, I wish they, I mean, this is my, my minor gripe with the story. I wish they would add more elements because it seems like, especially with this story, it seems like we're focusing so much on the drug addiction and kicking the drug addiction. And I'm like, okay, we get it. Can we like add, like sprinkle in some more of the, the canon stuff just to get people interested in the original source stories. Every once in a while we get a quote, which I think is great. But... Like, um, when he goes to the, to, to examine the daughter's house. Mm-hmm. And he's he does this whole little thing about the cigarette ash. Right. Yeah. 
I, I could identify what was it, seventy four uh, different types of cigarette by their ash. Right, which is... which you would know if you had read any of my monographs. <laughs> Come on, Joan, why aren't you reading what I write? Mm-hmm. I write these things and I leave them for you. Like I could just imagine him slipping them under her door at night. Right. <laughs> Especially now that we're talking about you uh, going in this line of work, why haven't you read them? <laughs> It's all about the, you know, the, the subtext there. And it's just like, read what I wrote. Right. Oh. But it is good. I did like this episode, you know, as much as I am complaining about too much of the drugs, I do like this episode for the fact that we really see that it's not just Joan wanting him to kick the habit. It's him wanting to kick the habit because he has that showdown with Reese. Um, mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, you're in this too. It's not just, you're not just playing along. Yeah. So I thought that was good. Yeah, and it definitely... I don't know. At, at this episode, um, I mean, at the, there was the idea that it was so focused on the addiction and, mm-hmm. and that. but I had, I don't know, I got more of an old school Sherlock Holmes vibe from this. And maybe that's just because of the fact that there's been so much hype about episode or season three of Sherlock coming out. And so, so and you can't help but compare the two. I mean, I know that they're two totally different shows. But the comparisons are going to come up. And this episode just felt that the, the way that Miller played it just seemed a bit more like old school Sherlock Holmes. Um, uh, what's the one that I'm thinking of from the 80s with the hawkish face? Jeremy Rett. Jeremy Rett, yes. I, I just, I was like, I don't know, something about his delivery at different times. And I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing that. Yeah. Well, I think it is. It's that intenseness, that 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 seriousness that, I don't know, it seems like he's more involved. Like before in other ones, you feel kind of like he's just like playing along, like this is fun, this is cool, you know, I like doing this. But I feel like this one, especially since we have someone from his past coming to him for a case and the idea that, that Reese like really believes in him, like, yep. He's like the one of the first people that one of the first clients that's like, oh no, you're you're gonna solve it, you're gonna be fine. Yeah, I mean, we've seen that belief a little bit in um, with, with the idea of Gregson, but this is you know seeing it from someone who didn't have that professional relationship with him before, right? And it was more almost hearsay, um, because I, I'm not quite sure like if if Reese ever had a chance to watch him on a case, all he saw was the idea of, you know, let me get a hit of something so that way my brain can go faster so I can solve this. Oh, no, he watched him um, with the interrogation of the guy who had been uh, in London doing car bombs all over the city because he delivered to him while he's at Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. I I completely forgot about that. But, yeah, so this is – it is nice to see that – you know, that belief coming from someone else. But uh, on the the case side of things, there uh, there, there were a couple of, uh, I don't know, it just, I had questions about the case that never were quite answered. And so it was definitely more character development mm-hmm. than case. Yeah, just- it really was. Like, I... Because we had, we took a break and we hadn't been recording and I hadn't watched in a while and all I could remember was the relationship things. I'm like, what was the crime? What was he like? What did he need? Like, there's something about a daughter. I think yeah, like I couldn't remember it because yeah. this was so. So there's the opening scene where this guy comes knocking on our door late at night. I need to charge my cell phone and I couldn't. 
I mean, I've, I've watched this a couple of times because it has been months. And mm-hmm. so this was the one I got stuck on. Um, and I, I never could figure out if like he was legitimately a delivery guy whose truck broke down and his cell phone was discharged and was like terrified that he was going to lose his job mm-hmm. or if he was some sort of diversion. Yeah, I thought, and, I thought he was a, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but that, but then we see him as, we see him um, talking to a cab driver and who's letting him charge his cell oh, phone. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that, that sort of confused me. And, and we never saw him again with any of the cartel people. Right. So it was like, I don't know. And then I couldn't figure out why the federal agent kidnapped her. Yeah. Like that made no sense to me either. Um, like, well, it's because it's was because he trying to, he to get Reese had all that money, cartel? right? Was he trying to just get the money and run? I, I had no clue. So there was there was some sloppy writing. Like <laughs> I thought it was just because he wanted, on the, the, case he side wanted, he wanted the money focusing. and there there is no money. He didn't know that yeah. there wasn't any money. The case left me with questions, but the character development was was definitely uh, a nice thing to see. Yeah. Maybe that's what really made this episode. And I totally lied. It was an illusion. I, I need to wake up. It's the Crooked Man, which is one of the original stories, that, that, that case that Holmes was telling in the beginning. Oh, okay. Sadly, it's not one of the better stories, but it was a, that was a nice, yeah. nice illusion. So it was, yeah, it really, it, it, if it wasn't for the fact that this was the episode that we sort of fell apart with our scheduling on mm-hmm. and all of our computers decided to break down right. on, and I don't, and... <laughs> I don't think I would have rewatched it as many times as I did. <laughs> I, I mean, I think just, just the, the glimpses back into Holmes's past and Watson dealing with it and Holmes and Watson and like that, that was really what made this episode is them dealing mm-hmm. with this guy and how crazy he was that he was there and. Yep. I don't know. It made for for humorous situations, and yeah, but the the mystery itself was like I remember, I like I said, I could hardly remember what happened because it was more about this flamboyant, crazy guy, um, and then Holmes and and Watson. Yeah, and the fact that you know Holmes was tempted, mm-hmm. and he overcame. Yeah, and I think that was like I, I think that did more for his recovery than anything else. Right. The idea that you know, no, I. I had the chance, but I did this case without the drugs. Don't need them. Mm-hmm. I was completely right. So well, and yeah, like I said, up until this point, you kind of don't know if Holmes really wants to be clean or not, or if he's just doing it to placate his dad, or you know, whatever, or so he can get back into work. You know, you don't know, you don't know his motivation. But I think that was a real turning point in the story is is when he decides that the drugs aren't aren't helping, even though he felt like they were. I, that was a big, big revelation. Uh, but yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of the police. We didn't get a lot of Lestrade in this episode. We didn't get a lot of Belle in this episode. So that was kind of sad. I miss them when yep. they're not around a lot. Yeah, and even, I mean, Watson had a few, well, we'll say good scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but even she was, I don't know, she wasn't as amazing as she normally is. Yeah. I think they're they're saving it up for later episode. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I felt that like this is an episode to showcase the fact that we had a guest star. Really yep. like that. Which isn't uh, horrible, but yeah, it doesn't make for a lot of compelling other things to talk about other than wasn't it great that he was there and Yeah, but I don't like I I don't know that 
like anyone besides me would really know who John Hanna is. I don't know that he would be a big draw as a guest star. Well, I just meant like his character is so flamboyant and, and okay and silly and you know. And, yeah, because I mean, you, he's kind of there to shake things up, really. Okay, yeah, because I mean, sometimes you get shows that have that episode where it's the special guest star, right? You know, but it's just that actor, you know, it's not really it's, a character. And it's that actor who is yeah. so famous and everybody knows him. They're like, yeah, that's the episode that so and so was in, right? And but it is kind of funny that uh, that a, this is smaller murder, but we have like a drug cartel and <laughs> FBI agents, and yeah, <laughs> but it was like such a small part of the actual story yep but i did i did like the fact that holmes made him as uh as a federal agent because of the fact that his tattoos were all faded evenly right i was like that's that's awesome there was a lot of a good little you know um observation things even i like the the when we we talked about the when he brought the the drugs to scotland yard and holmes is there and he had the investigation he's like holmes was in the interrogation for five minutes and he realized by stains on his shoes where the bombs were (laughs) i like that part of the those little those little details make holmes holmes yeah um and the sherlock dad stuff again (laughs) 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 just like it's so intriguing his relationship with his dad because i don't know if he ever tells us the truth yeah it's i i, I hope that there's some sort of some reveal mm-hmm. towards the the end of the season like who his dad actually is and what that i mean because you sit here and think about all the different characters from canon and you know may, maybe someone has been repurposed and i think we talked about the idea you know maybe um instead of Mycroft being his brother, mm-hmm. that's his father or, right. you know. Which would be kind of a cool thing to do because uh, Mycroft is smarter than Holmes. So it would be like, oh, my dad is smarter than I am. Yeah. You can kind of see that. So it's, yeah. Yeah, it was, I did, and going back to the guy with the charger, because if he's not a diversion, um, it's like, <laughs> it's like the lady got punished for not letting a stranger in her house. Yeah, because if, if he had, if she had let him in to yeah. charge his phone, when, he would have been there when the other guy kidnapped. Yeah, him. or the other guy might have been scared off and decided right. not to. Right, but so that's like <laughs> that's yeah. like a wrong message I mean, to send out there. Please, please don't follow that. <laughs> please open your door to to strangers because they might you know, scary looking men late at night. Right, because they might help you stave off the actual bad guys. Yeah, because uh, didn't they say that the the kidnapper had been waiting for like twenty minutes at least, something or something like, like that. that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, a, was, at least so long enough to smoke a there. cigarette mm-hmm. that have and have ash fall on the floor. Right. So yeah, I I don't think that I don't think he was a diversion. Yeah. I think it was just you know that red herring plot twist. Yeah. But it was. It was. Just, it was. It was a weird conversation. Like, I don't know if my phone needed to be charged, if I would be like, I just need to charge my phone to some random person's house. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I well, think- I mean, if, if, if you're in a situation where it's like, you know, I could lose my job mm-hmm. if I can't call my boss, but... I'd be I like mean, at a like, gas station. Can I just slip it through the mail slot and you can plug it in and you right. can charge it and I'll sit here on the curb. Right. And wait for a few minutes, and then you can just give it back to me. I don't need to. I don't need to come in. I can just give you the phone. Right. But it, they're in New York. You go to a bar, a gas station. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like I'd go to somebody's house. But 
it was surprising. I will say it worked for a surprising twist because you think that the the guy at the door is going to be the bad guy because here it is the beginning of the episode and some weird guy wants to plug his phone into your outlet. But yeah, it was confusing. Yeah, I, I, pretty much that's all I have to say about this episode is... Uh, it, it was okay. Yeah. And it had John Hanna, mm-hmm. which if, if you're into British actors, then yeah, all for John Hanna, but... Well, he's in uh, The Mummy, too. But yeah, I, I, it was just fun to see somebody different and to see... I Honestly, I think the, the pivotal moment where I was like, okay, this episode works is when when Holmes gets so angry and and confronts him because you know this whole time Watson's been afraid that that he's going to lead him down the path and it happens because I was like oh no that won't happen oh no that won't happen and then it does and I'm like oh okay Watson was right <laughs> and but then Holmes totally turned it and like you said I think I think it was more helpful to him than than anything else he's done so far uh, especially those stupid meetings <laughs> that obviously are not helping him kick his addiction but I just want to see his sponsor come back. Yeah. I so we really need to. Clyde, right? Is yeah. that the guy's name? Clyde? I think so. I or was. To... No, isn't isn't Clyde the turtle? Oh, Clyde's the turtle. I want Clyde to come back yeah. to watch Clyde's the turtle. <laughs> yep. So there we go. But yes, I want to We need to the turtle back. and we need the car seat sponsor. Mm-hmm. They both need to come back. Definitely. All right. Well, we'll be back next time with more elementary. Bye, everybody. Bye. Grr. Gah. Yay, me.